Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it's my third episode back and I'm really happy to be here. I couldn't speak for three months. Uh, I lost my voice. Um, for the first six weeks I just couldn't speak. Uh, and then it came back slowly but I did not have force to speak more than five, ten minutes at a time. It hurt a lot. And then afterwards, um, what happened was uh, I had to build force. So it took a while, three months, three and a half months to really get my force back. And even now I can't do it forever. Uh, but I'm trying my best to do uh, what I can and contribute to the uh, podcasting uh, fraternity and community and, and put my voice on the line. So thank you so much for listening in. So Today we're going to talk about uh, the other part of Harry's Prince Harry's book, Spare. And I said there's a reason why uh, we're talking about this, because there are a lot of things to learn, very important junctions in life. Um, we, talk, we talked about Harry yesterday, and we're going to talk about his wife today. And according to me, she wrote that book, she, because Harry does not have the intelligence or the intellect, uh, I wouldn't say intelligence, but intellect to write, to put a literary piece together. There's someone else wrote it. Um, and she was probably the biggest one in that uh, writing. Um, so Meghan Markle is a Californian-born girl to mixed-race parents in the sense father is European descent, mother is African descent. Um, and that's how they, they, they got um, she's mixed race. Um, she was born in, in California and grew up there around her, the sets of, uh, you know, Hollywood because her, her father was one of the lighting directors and he was working, um, on these, on these projects. Um, her parents divorced very young. She grew up as a splitting time between her mother and her father, but mostly, um, with her father after 10 years old, as her mother was out of the picture, uh, as it's reported, um, now, I'm just going by reports on, on TV, so it's just my opinion. Um, again, I have not seen any paperwork to confirm or deny, but um, this is what's been reported for her. Now, it's very un- important to understand that um, she she tried, she had a five-week stint. Uh, she went to university, five-week stint in um, Argentina, the U.S. Embassy, did not make it. She tried different acting jobs on deal or no deal, um, didn't get anywhere. Apparently, she was not good enough. But from there onwards, she went to working in Suits, which was filmed in Canada. And during this time, before she just started suit, she got married and broke it off pretty early, sent her ring back by the mail. Um, but she, yeah, she, um, she's once divorced. Now, that's okay. I mean, hey, it's nothing wrong with that. And there are reports that uh, she's very hard to, to work with. Uh, but she's, you know, she's got an ambition, which is not bad. Ambitions are good. You, we all have ambitions in life, and this is an ambition that she had. Uh, in her in her journey for suits, uh, apparently she had rumblings, did not like it very much, but she was making the money, and she got um, she got uh, you know uh, she got a space on 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 the map of Hollywood and, and the TV circuit, cable TV network circuit. So Suits was a, a drama, TV drama on the cable news network, but not very well known. I think there was only 9 million people watching it. Was it 9 million? Uh, I, 
across the world, but I'm not really sure how much. Um, anyway, she's been to, there are uh, information on, on the media that she's a yacht girl. A yacht girl is sort of like a escort, but it's not proven. There are pictures on the internet and, um, you know, a lot of talk about it, but this is at, at this moment just gossip this no real evidence on that but she's very ambitious and she's she was trying for a while to hook up with someone in the united kingdom as that's what her former friends say and she's been to the united kingdom many times and she loved it there she loved piers morgan she loved a lot of people uh she even she's on tv on youtube and there's a video of her saying i've never had people call me darling dear uh hello um you know be so nice to me i absolutely love it here the the brits are very nice the brits are great people um i love the you know the mentality over here i love love it in the united kingdom and and apparently that's what she, that's why she moved over and she was trying to hitch a nice british guy and that's what the talk is whether it's true or not we don't know but she absolutely loved it in the united kingdom and then afterwards from there onwards uh she came uh she hitched uh, harry in in 2016 and finally after little less than a 18 months of courtship she they got married uh, now, for those who don't understand marriage to the royal family, the royal family is uh, attached to the to the constitution. They are the official head of the the queen is the the monarch, the head of state, but she's attached to the constitution, so she doesn't have any powers. Whatever she does has to go um, through parliament. Parliament has to agree to everything she says or does, and so does her family. You can't just be in that position and say I can do what I want. So everything has to go through parliament parliament has to sign off and everything they do who they get married what are their jobs what are their charities they do everything is signed off by parliament they cannot they don't have total liberty to say or do what they want so people say oh well it's a horrible family you have to understand the family is not sitting on in royal palaces for love and fresh air everything they do is connected to the uh, constitution and the constitution has to sign off on it that means the prime minister and uh, members of parliament. Um, and it's supervised and supervised and supervised. They cannot have an opinion. They cannot have a political opinion. They have to be um, separate from the state. They cannot involve themselves in any political activity. They have to be neutral. They have to balance the status quo, not cause the ripples. They have to make sure societies run smoothly uh, in 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 contention with every single compartment of that society. So it's important to, to maintain that peace and that balance, but apparently she doesn't understand that. Now, one very important part that I want to tell you is that a mistake that every single immigrant makes. So an immigrant goes to another country and thinks that, oh, I'm just going to hit the road running and everything's going to be fantastic. Well, my dear friends, we are magnetic field, we're energy field, and the earth is not flat. You have to weave your way into society, cultivate a new mentality. You have to offload the baggage um, that you, mental, ideological, philo philosophical, uh, financial, everything, you have to change that you have to offload that baggage you have to cultivate yourself and align yourself into a new society into a new uh, way of life a new thinking a new climate completely different um 
and, and, and that takes years, if not generations. So with her generation, you're not going to go very far. And then the next generation goes a little further, and the next generation goes a little further. So it takes a while because we're cyclic with this huge machine, this huge cycle, this machine that that you have to weave yourself. It's like an orbit. Uh, when, when a spacecraft leaves the orbit of the Earth, it goes round and round and round and then goes out of the orbit. It just doesn't go straight away. It's simply when it comes into the orbit, it has to go circle around the planet it until it comes back uh, and is able to land but it takes a while so similarly a human being has to weave himself or herself into the orbit of that that community or that country now the only thing that's similar between the United States and and um, and UK is they speak English. Everything is different. Now why I understand this is because I'm an immigrant in another country. And I went from a country where you drive on the left to a country that drives on the right. She's going from a country that drives on the right to a country that's driving on the left. The English is different. The, the way of life is different. The way of thinking is different. Everything is different. It's fantastic. But you must want to change. You must want to give up. You cannot say, oh, well, I'm from this country. I'm not going to do what you want me to do. Then don't come. Please stay in your country. If you're not willing to give up, you're not willing to change, you're not willing to offload, you're not willing to align, please do not go to a new country because you're not going to ask people to change for you 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 are going to change for someone else and that is very important to understand you will not align you will not be happy you will always be unhappy negative if you think you can convert your adoptive country in the image of the lands you left behind and that is for every single tom dick and harry it's very important to know but apparently she thought in her as her engagement interview says I'm going to hit the ground running. You cannot hit the ground running. You have to weave yourself and and compare her to her sister-in-law Catherine's uh, in um interview where Catherine says I'm willing to learn I'm willing to work hard and and William was there at the other side Prince William saying oh, she'll be good she'll be good and um, Catherine was I'm willing to learn I'm willing to work hard and she literally you know projected herself and and send that message to the people of, of England, of the United Kingdom, that she's willing to work hard um, and learn and adapt. This one, Miss American uh, TV actress says, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit the ground running, as if you think that tomorrow everything's going to be fine. You get up, get off the aircraft, and oh, I'm just going to go and shake some hands and going about a walkabout. It doesn't happen that way. You have to understand very clearly that... Um, it takes time, and, and that is why the Queen of England, when her three children divorced in the 90s, she said very clearly, you have to, whoever gets married in her family would have to wait for five years. I mean, have a courtship for five years, because she was fed up with the divorces. Um, she got married after not a long courtship, but they had five years to get to know each other and live with each other. In Malta, and she was posted as a uh, Navy wife in Malta. In those days, you could and live together. Um, and so her marriage lasted because it took time to weave together, to get to understand each other, to have a time to themselves together. So they had time. You see uh, William, uh, sorry, uh, Prince Charles and Dinah, Andrew and Fergie, uh, and even Anne, they did not have time. The moment they got married, the next thing you know that they are off to... Um, 
off back again doing royal duties after a quick honeymoon, but that's not going to work. You, you've just married and you're going straight back on the road. It, it is ridiculous. It never works. A small courtship is not going to help you. You have to take your time to weave into each other's mind and mentality and, and, uh, and energy. And uh, you see her son, um, you see her son, Edward, Edward waited the five years and before you, and, and his marriage still lasts till today because he took his time and, and became friends with his partner. Now, you think that after all the mistakes that were made uh, and adjustments done, Harry and his wife would make the adjustments in their marriage. Why did they not wait? After 18 months, they got married and they think they're going to hit the ground running. And they think life is going to be great, especially when you come from another country. And you think, oh, well, I come from another country. I'm just going to fit in. I'm going to do what everyone wants. I'm going to fit into the mentality. And I'm going to hit the ground running without any courtship. 18 months, you think you're going to build a lifetime on that and you're not going to have problems. You're not going to have turbulence. What are you talking about? I mean, every single immigrant makes this mistake and it's very important. That first generation that immigrates into another country will take, um, will take a generation. They will never be 100% integrated because we're born and brought up in another country. Different mentality. So we cannot, 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 absolutely cannot um, think that we're going to you know, just restart our lives somewhere else. And we have to accept that. That's one of the downfalls. But there's also, uh, you know, highlights where if you integrate, you can integrate as much as you want and the sky's the limit. There is no such thing as down because you're already at rock bottom. All you're doing is rising up. So this first, second and third generation is it can also be the best of the generations that come. And whatever you do in that generation, you lay the foundation stone for the generations after you. Uh, so if you set a wrong foundation stone, the, the next generations are absolutely not going to have any chance in hell because you set the wrong foundation stone. But if you go, if you set it right, correctly, and you do your homework, you, you win those battles, you take your time, you learn, you integrate, you work hard. Look, you're going to, your generations after you are going to benefit from what you do, but you have to be willing to understand that. And of course, she didn't understand that. She blamed the British press for everything. Um, she gave, um, her Majesty the Queen gave her help with Countess of Wessex, Sophie, uh, with people, staff from her own, uh, her own uh, um, staff members. She, she allocated staff to help uh, Meghan Markle. Um, she gave her help, but this girl was just adamant on doing it her American way and modernizing the monarchy. She thinks that she's going to come in and she has the right someone who has no knowledge about a hundred-year-old system that she's going to all of a sudden modernize. But who gave you the moral authority to think that you, your opinion of life is modern? Who gave you that opinion? Who gave you that ability to think that you are better than someone else, that you have to change them and then they're going to change for you? I mean, really, and you come to another country and think, oh, just because you're black, you're going to... Um, 
your I don't like using the word black, but African of African descent. You can play your race card, your idea ideological card, your victim card, your political card, and because you come from America, you need to change everyone else. That's a typical American mentality. A very, very typical. Um a mentality where people um, think, the Americans think, oh, well, we're better than the rest of the world. We're going to change them. Well, apparently it doesn't work. And it hasn't worked ever uh, because you cannot go into someone's country and think that you can change them. Um, don't try and change someone else. Change yourself first. And if you do not want to adapt, please do not go to someone else's country. And that's, as an immigrant, I will tell that to you. Um, so she she left, she and Harry left uh, right after Brexit. Uh, but, you know, when I say it's your currents that form the waves, it's because whatever you are in your home country, you will re, rework it and redo the same lifestyle in your adopted country. You're not going to change. So if, if she was trying to be political in her country before she left, which she's on YouTube for those videos, trying to have political opinions, trashing everyone across the place, uh, her opponents, that is the Republicans, and I think it was Trump who was standing for elections back then in 2016. Um, you can, you're still going to do the same thing in your new country. So when you, you hit turbulence or you, you come across a wall, it's not because you're black and you're trying to sell your blackness or your your color card, your race card to someone else. It's because you're still fighting for power. You think that you can use that political um, way of life. The only thing is she's a constitutional product now. In America, she was free-flowing person, free of charge, free for everyone to have an opinion, but she married into a political, uh, a constitutional family. The Employment list says very clearly, the, the job description says you're not allowed to have a political voice. But she's trying to add in her politics everywhere and try and show that she's modernizing the country. She's come all of a sudden to modernize the United Kingdom, modernize the monarchy because she's got this now political voice and she has to spray it around. So if you have a political voice, you're not going to... Um, you're not going to um, uh, join the monarchy, and and that's exactly what is what she did. The queen recognized it, um, and of you know, stopped her from taking part in events which she could have, and she blamed the queen for it, uh, being not modern enough. But the queen has no business and not able to has never involved herself in mona in in politics before. Uh, she's a diplomat. Uh, she's the the head of state, a diplomatic person, not a a political person. And and this woman uh, tried to play her political cards at constitutional events, and Her Majesty did not like it. So she stopped her from coming. She stopped her from representing uh, in the monarchy at, at certain events. Certain events, yes. Certain events, no. So. Absolutely, uh, you know, the Queen was not happy and, and Meghan Markle thought that this was her opinion of modernizing. She had to modernize. She married the prince only to modernize a monarchy as if the monarchy needed modernizing. I think the monarchy is more modernizing, modern, modern than Meghan Markle because that woman there has... Has is not even old fashioned. She's just off the grid, if you ask me, and she's making mistakes that 
every single person makes and she thinks that it's a color of the skin that is is going to camouflage her uh, her ambitions and her transgressions uh but your color of your skin might get you so far but the rest is all your talent and your intelligence if you do not have that then i'm sorry but you're not going to go anywhere and she gave obviously they gave the oprah interview uh where she uh, alleged uh, not using the word however that the royal family was racist um because they asked for the her baby's the color they 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 question the the color of her baby's skin um and i'm going really all africans all asians all latinos we talk about the complexion of the a, a newborn child or a child or fetus we always talk about the complexion we talk about the eyes we talk about the fairness we talk about talk about oh how's he going to look like what the color would be if he's a mixed race and one's from the north the other's from the south and we talk about this all the time without exception is that racist too but apparently that's uh, that's in the racist folder in um in, in according to Meghan Markle um she didn't use the word obviously and of course harry now says well it's unconscious bias so i'm guessing that all of us have unconscious bias because we all you know we ask this question all the time every single race baiting person will do the same thing too and if you keep on talking about color 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 you'll have people that you'll attract people who are the same as you who are also talking about color why do you have a problem then how come that's racist and and not your asking of people's color talking about people's color color of my skin color of this she's trying to re adapt the narrative to suit her vocabulary to then once use the vocabulary is once the vocabulary is set then she uses to play her divide and rule which is also an unconscious bias but again that divide and rule is for power so she can't say racism for that um and and that is the sickness of which uh this woman has played her part since 2016 i can't even believe it um of course she uh accuses her father of of setting her up and and uh, betraying her so the story with her father goes as such her father uh lives in mexico and she had not taken harry in 18 months of of uh, courtship she had not taken harry to see him although they did speak on the phone uh and so the paparazzi took pictures of him with very very bad pictures so he just before the wedding uh he asked his um his his daughter his eldest daughter said it'll be a good thing i think to take pictures of you with a um a photographer um a company that will produce pretty good pictures for you and that will will put it on on the magazine on on the tv instead of these horrible pictures that you have come out and she chose particularly um uh, a company uh who takes pictures one that has worked with Meghan Markle and the name of that company is Coleman Rayner so Coleman Rayner took the pictures for Meghan Markle's father uh and they had already done a photo shoot with Meghan Markle so th- their family the the Markle family that's her half sister thought that well you know um if 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 this company has already worked with Megan then he'd be nice enough to take good pictures of her father to put print in in the in the print media but the company betrayed her father and um took horrible pictures and then put it up all over the place uh, in the press 
um, and said, well, Meghan Markle's father is betraying her daughter. So it was a setup. Now, absolute setup because this was only planned to be to improve his image, which his daughter, Megan never helped him with. He just, just dumped him there and let him be there in, Me in Mexico and expected everyone to be nice to him. And even when this problem with the paparazzi came up, she could have called him, said something. She didn't. She, he sent a text and she never replied to the text. Megan never replied trying to say that, oh, his phone is compromised. So she knows the company who took the pictures because she's already worked with them. So she's had contacts with them. She could have easily called the company up and said, okay, what is the problem? How did you get the pictures? No, it was a setup. It was a setup to frame her father because she did not want her father to go to the wedding. Absolutely not. What she told uh, her husband's family about her family, she, no one knows. No one knows. So it looks like she didn't want her father to be there because she never took her boyfriend to see her father. Um, never went to help him with the heart attack. Never called her any member of her family during the time his father, her father was ill. She had other members of the family. She had a, her niece. Uh, she had you know, her niece, her nephew, her uncle, she could have called them. She didn't call anyone. So this is really bad set, set up for, for Megan and, and it doesn't paint a good picture. Um, and, and so she is very, very, um, bitter as a woman. And, and it's, it's ridiculous how bitter she is. Um, and absolutely, um, I, I, I wish that she was better off and she played a better part in, in, in all of this, uh, but she hasn't. And uh, she's using colonialism. She's using colonialism as a reason why her marriage fell off. Now, if colonialism didn't start yesterday, it started 400 years ago. So it's not to say that she doesn't know what colonialism is or she has a problem with it because she wouldn't have gotten married to the most important family in the land. Why is she after it only now that her family has, uh, her marriage is on the rocks or she's left the family because of colonialism? No, it's not because of colonialism. It's because she wants to show that she's a poor little victim and, and it's because of her color that the British press are after her, her family mistreated her. It's colonialism has got, has got you there. So you got married, you went out with someone for 18 months, didn't have a problem with colonialism. Um, and all of a sudden now uh, you married, you had children, you have no problem with colonialism. But all of a sudden your political, your political activity to the back door has not worked. All of a sudden you have a problem with colonialism because the Democrats, the liberals, the, uh, um, the socialists all are losing vote banks. And the only real way that they can um, get their vote bank back is to play us versus them in the victim card. And that victim card means, oh, you see the big bad colonialists. It's very much what the Congress does in India. The Congress says, oh, see the British rule does, the British colonial, the British colonial. I mean, it's been 75 years. Do you want to change the story? Uh, no, but they keep going colonial, colonial, because they know that this is a very good catch for votes. And in a democratic country, you need votes. So... Absolutely, she's playing a she's playing a political card with a constitutional title. It is ex it's typically wrong, um, and it's a lie. It's disgraceful what she's doing. But her, her husband is on drugs, so she doesn't care, and neither does he. Um, 
and she's she's in touch with Justin Trudeau, that the Prime Minister of Canada's wife. He is uh, he he uh, he's legalized drugs, and it has been really really. Um, He's legalized drugs, and who knows what he's selling her and, and, and um, you know, giving to her to play a part for him, to be a mole for him. And it's, it's very clear that he's an anti-monarchist, but he cannot say in Canada he wants to remove the monarchy. So what he does, he employs, uh, he, he allies with people who are anti-monarchist, socialist, Marxist, and say, well, you know, I want, uh, play this part for me, and we'll give you so-and-so, so-and-so. You know, um, favors for you. What what the deal is, we don't know. But we know that that Justin Trudeau is is an anti monarchist. We know he his alliance is with the NDP in Canada. That's the Orange Party, the Socialist Party, and the Socialists never want to do away with monarchies everywhere, um, especially if it's European. But they will never say the same thing for Arab monarchies. So any Arab monarchies, ask them to overthrow them. No, but they want to, throw the, the, they want to overthrow the Europeans. They do not want to throw anyone else, uh, which is wrong. If you don't like, if you like socialism, you should not have monarchy anywhere. But this is, they have never done anything to, prom- to help any type of people, uh, their socialism has never worked. And the only thing they can do is cry victim card for something that happened 400 years ago or 200 years ago. And they're saying, oh, well, you know, we have to remove the monarchies in order for socialism to work. I- I'm sorry. You-, you can't get socialism straight in-, in half a state. In every single state that has gone off the grid no, uh, with the British Empire rule, and the British Empire left, every single state, the, the bulk of the states, I'm not saying every single state, but the bulk of the states have, have gone into disdain, have been corrupt, who've become, um, the, the states have become corrupt. There's, uh, there is an explosion of population. It's double, triple, quadruple. There's no money. There's no food. There's poverty. And the only thing they can do is blame someone else. Uh, oh, colonialism. Colonialism went away 50 years ago. What were you doing in 50 years? What, what were you doing? Why is your state in such a corrupt mode? What, what type of socialism is this? That you cannot have education, there's drugs, there's uh, corruption, and the democracy has not worked, and you're telling me that this is socialism? And now you still want to, to, to break down someone else's country because of your socialism? Because you think you have a, a principle on paper, but in reality it just doesn't work because the earth is not flat. And they want to get rid of the monarchy, but Trudeau cannot say themselves, so he's using someone else. Though. What the actual deal is, I don't know, but I'm, uh, she is definitely, definitely working for them um, because she's very good friends with Trudeau's wife. Um, so in some capacity, whether unofficial or Alleged, we don't know, but it's there. So she's the one who's written this book. She's talking about colonialism and it has nothing to do with your marriage, uh, but she uses it across the board. Um, what she doesn't know is that we are all questioning the status quo, even in the countries that were colonized and we, we were sold a, a, a sob stale that we are victims of colonial atrocities. Fine, yes, but what did we do in return? In the last sixty years, did we change anything? Did we we make? Did we we clean up the corruption? We fed our people. We healed our people. We gave them medical institutes. What did we do? Nothing. 
So why are we blaming someone else when the problem lies with us? You know, what divide and rule have we been playing? What flat earth theory that we've been playing? How much of investment, how much of how much of e-commerce, e-commerce, how much of education have we 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 invested in in the last 50 years and we have to blame someone else? We were fighting before the 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 British came, we were fighting after the British left. So 200 years in our history is not going to define who we are and change so much because it's the same currents that form the wave. So if they want to have a conversation about colonialism, we also have a, are having our own conversation. But that's not what the socialists want. The socialists just want to feed us a narrative and tell us that we are weak, uh, we are victims, and we have to depend on them and give them our votes. But it's never worked. It's never worked in India. It's never worked in Canada. It's never worked anywhere in the world. Um, but this is what the left is today. That socialist, uh, uh, Marxist cabal, and she is part of this, and she wrote that book, um, allegedly. But in my opinion, that's what it is. And unfortunately, um, this book has gone, you know, around the world. But there's a lot to see in it: uh, drugs, Harry Stodger. Um, a lot of things have been spoken about by other YouTubers and on videos made, researchers. But I wanted to speak about about things that, that affected us and affected me and some things we could learn from and, and gain the knowledge. So that's very, very important. Um, I hope you liked the video, the, the podcast. If you have any comments, uh, don't hesitate to contact, contact me on Facebook. It's Religions, Regimes and Refugees. You can contact me on that and I'll be glad to assist you. But in the meanwhile, I hope you have a great day, a great weekend. And until we meet again, thank you. Cheers and uh, good day.